Hey, it's Rhonda. Today I'm going to be interviewed by Jan Kosch from Germany, and it is the e-commerce summit. I'm going to be talking about how to not only build your brand online, but to ask for higher and get and attract higher ticket climb paying clients by leveraging PR and media for your brand. So this interview, we go deep into what it takes and you guys are going to be the ones that get the sneak peek. Let's go enjoy that interview. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the closing keynote on the Ecom Services Summit today. I'm here with Rhonda Swan, a seven-figure brand strategist, and we'll talk all about leveraging PR to position your agency so that you can attract the high-paying clients. Welcome, Rhonda. Hello, Jan. How are you? Salamit Pagi from Bali, I should say. Great. Thanks. Great to have you on. Yeah, it's really excited. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Can you give us a little introduction of who you are and what you are doing in the PR and branding space? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nice to meet everyone. Thanks for having me here. My name is Rhonda Swan. Um, I've actually built multiple seven-figure uh, empires working online exclusively for the last 15 years. In fact, I started my company before social media was even around. I would sit and learn Google ads and place Google ads. And I built my company from there. And now, of course, we run the Unstoppable Branding Agency, where we help uh, our clients that are professionals, executives, CEOs, and, of course, online businesses elevate their brand positioning, utilizing PR and media. And we help you really create a sexy brand and turn it into a profit-making machine. So you are leading by example here. Just look at the brand, the studio that you guys set up, uh, as we've seen before the recording. That was so cool. And you are, one side note, you are forcing me, or not, not forcing me, but it made sense to use a two-camera setup on my end too. So that's my first time. And it's... Uh, a great example of how you can leverage tech to position your branding and to just be perceived as more authoritative in the field. Yeah, you know, it's really, um, that's the, the crux of creating what I like to call a sexy brand, right? So um, in our world, uh, we call it sexy branding. That means that you not only know what you do, how you do it, but you're also an absolute expert in what you do. But more importantly, it's about how your audience and your clients and your customers perceive you. I mean, how they perceive you really dictates what they're willing to pay for you. So it's good. Now we're excited. We're going to hold you to it. We're going to make sure that you're using two camera setups. And all of your branding now is going to be completely sexy. <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, I definitely need that accountability. Otherwise, I just slack off after a week or two. So um, let, let, let's dive into this conversation here uh, head first. What does it take to build a brand that attracts high paying customers? Yeah, great question. I think this is really important, especially right now. I mean, all of your clients or those of you guys that are here are agencies that are looking to attract a higher paying client. And in order to do that, there's, there's certain things that we look at in the marketplace. I mean, right now, especially, okay, um, there's 7.6 billion people in the world. And most of them right now, if we're listening on uh, current times, are inside, they're online. This is the absolute best time to build a business, to grow your agency than ever before. 
We know right now that um, buying power and spending habits have gone up the roof about an increase of over 37% of online buyers. So that's so great right now that we're doing this summit because there's more and more people that are looking to, to buy online. But now this is where the crux comes from. This is where the big drama, the big question is, how are you as an agency that's running a business or looking to attract higher paying clients, how are you actually going to get them to select you over this massive sea of other marketers, other agencies? And I'm one of my very good friends, I was actually in his book, um, Russell Brunson, uh, he, he wrote the book, uh, The 30 Day Challenge. Uh, he talks about the Red Sea. Well, times like this are one of the best times ever to build a brand in a business, but what happens in times like this? More people. So we're seeing an absolute influx, a dumping of more businesses, more brands, more e-commerce sites especially, driving and dumping into the marketplace. So how are you going to actually compete in the Red Sea? And that's the biggest piece. And that's where branding, of course, sexy branding comes in. And the big statement is positioning. How your brand is positioned in the marketplace determines whether someone is going to pay you a high ticket or a low ticket. That is insanely helpful already. And um, it's also what I've seen from personal experience is that so many people, I think that there's two kinds of people right now these days. One are just stucking their head into the sand and trying to hide away until the times get better and they, they get a job again. And the other ones are the action takers, are the ones that want to solve the situation themselves essentially by building a business. And those are coming into the market right now. But um, when, it, when it comes to building the brand, is, is there like this magic sauce, this magic trick that you can apply to your branding that gets you into the great positioning? Like, for example, I would assume when you're working with high-ticket clients, um, you need to be positioned in Entrepreneur, in Inc., in Business Insider, you name it, essentially all the big publications that are relevant for your specific niche. But you don't get there right from the beginning, I would assume. So how do we build up our authority to get there? Yeah, awesome. Okay, so let's, let's really get into what it really takes to do it, right? And you already hinted to a few things that we need to do. Well, first off, let's just look at consumer buyers, okay? So let's look at the psychology of a buyer. It doesn't matter if you are a consumer buyer or if you're a client, right, looking to hire one of the agencies that are going to help them develop their business. They're looking for two factors, okay? One is they're looking for either price or they're looking for value. Now, I, um, I don't know, Jan, are you a, a car guy at all? Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, so you're a car guy and you're from Germany. So let's just say um, price, Volkswagen versus value, a Mercedes. Was that, is that a good balance between the two different types of brands, which is one is really a lower price and the other is a higher perceived value, would you say? Yeah, it's a, the perfect separation. Okay, excellent. So I want you now to think about you're the Red Sea, right? Remember, there's a massive Red Sea. We're in it. Okay, we're swimming. So now how do you 
differentiate yourself as a brand and as the chosen one? Well, first off, it comes down to your, the psychology of your client and your buyer. They are looking for price or they're looking for value, right? They're either looking, I'm going in to look for a Volkswagen or I'm going in and I'm buying a Mercedes. Now they both are actually quite good cars. They just have two different perceived values. Okay. So what we do very well is we help turn, uh, the best kept secrets in the world's best known experts by doing a few things, right? So we have to look at, do you, and I want everyone here, ask yourself, how do you want to be perceived? Or do you, would, do you want to be perceived as the Volkswagen or do you want to be perceived as the Mercedes? Nothing's wrong with either. They both are going to get you from A to B very well. It's just the difference in how you feel right? When you're in that vehicle, how you look, the aura that you give off, and more importantly, how your clients are perceiving you. Now you might be a Volkswagen style brand that provides Mercedes value, yet you're only going to get paid Volkswagen pricing. You get that? So now we're starting to create a separation. So I want everyone here because the question is, how do we build a brand and ask for high ticket clients? And there's a few ways that we do that, right? So first is ask yourself, what do you want to be? Now, even if you're a Volkswagen brand, you might go for volume, right? If you are a Mercedes brand, you're going for a higher ticket and you're going for much and many less clients. So now it's deciding who do you want to be? But then we start breaking it down and we bring us down now into multiple different categories as to how your Volkswagen or how your Mercedes is actually going to be perceived, but how it's going to be showcased and displayed, right? Everyone here is for e-com. That's obviously the name of the summit. It's about e-com. So that means there are different types of assets that you utilize and that your clients see, right? Everything's online. You're, they're not walking in to a showroom, a Mercedes showroom. You feel amazing when you walk into a Mercedes showroom, but you also feel amazing when you walk into a Volkswagen showroom. You're just putting down a lower price. So now think about how your clients are feeling. So I'm gonna break it down into three different elements. This is how we help you elevate your positioning, okay? Your positioning is determined through brand image, brand message, and brand credibility. So brand image, let's talk about that. First off, how does it look, right? We know that we're online. No one's walking to a showroom, but just like Jan and I talked about, I'm sitting here in my studio in Bali, Indonesia. Now, clearly I could be sitting behind my desk and I could have my face in front of the camera and that's, there's no problem with that. But now let me just ask you, how does my studio look to you? Do I look like Volkswagen or do I look like Mercedes? I personally like to say I look like, I like to say I'm Bentley, but we'll go with Mercedes because I don't think Bentley's American car, isn't it? I think, I think. It's a uh, UK. <laughs> it's a UK. Okay, sorry. So are you following me now, Jan? Are we on the right path? Absolutely, absolutely. And I just wanted to share uh, one story from another interview on the summit with Dennis Yu is, he brought the exact same point. So you're really hitting onto something here, which is the way you build your uh, surroundings. Let's frame it this way. I mean, you've obviously 
taken this to a whole another level than I have done with my uh, office. So I need to catch up with you and I, I get there at some point. But um, <laughs> it is so important that you, even if you're just starting out from the ba from a basement, essentially, that you build a nice background if you're doing videos and that you just put some colored lightings here and there. And that immediately improves how you are perceived by your potential clients. Yeah, it's great because if you think about um, brand imaging, right, like the studio, it's having an elevated image is so vitally important because it not only allows someone to really perceive your brand as quality, but again, it doesn't necessarily matter if they are starting in their parents' basement, right? You don't have to be this elevated. You can have the background actually match or actually represent you the way you want it to. So I think that's really vitally important um, is making sure that the imagery and the way they perceive you is, is seen that way. Um, but more also next is obviously we're all online, right? So I look at when we're um, helping our clients uh, develop their brand image is the, the visual effect that they get when they come to see you on your websites, right? And the way that they see you. So, you know, the, the branding part of it all, are, do you want to be just like uh, Volkswagen and uh, Mercedes? Do you want to actually be uh, seen like Fiverr? You guys, I think you guys have Fiverr, uh, Fiverr 99 designs, or do you want to be seen as someone that utilized a designer, right? So that's the way that people are perceiving you, um, when they even go to a website or when they're, you know, just really looking at the, um, the way that you're making your offers. So brand image is, is just important as, as, as anything is it's the way that they see you and you perceive you. So next is message. Now we use, um, a method and it's, um, does your brand and your message pass the grunt test? Is it grunt testable? Now, Jan, I'm going to ask you if I, just by saying that, cause you have no idea what I'm talking about. What would you think a grunt test would mean? I would assume that it is uh, something related to evaluating the brand in terms of maybe perceived authority, um, how well the brand is communicated in their branding materials, and maybe something around uniqueness. As, as you said, I, I've heard that term for the first time today, so I'm just uh, shooting into the dark right here. <laughs> All right. Well, you did really well because uh, without knowing what I'm actually talking about, um, the grunt test is this. If someone were to ask you, or you were to tell them what you did, or they were to go to your website, right? Do they know what it is that you do and how you do it, right? Meaning if you were to say in front of a caveman, caveman kind of grunt, if you were to say, this is exactly what I do, can a caveman pick up exactly what it is that you do and grunt like, yep, I got it. So many people, and this is the messaging side of it all, so many marketers, they don't pass the grunt test. They, people get to their sites and their offers. And, and of course you guys are an e-com, so you might be, you know, offering a variety of different, uh, whether it's products or services, but if they don't get there and they know exactly what you stand for, you don't pass the grunt test. So you've got to be so precise and so clear that your message and what you do immediately lets your clients and your customers know the problems you can solve for them, 
and exactly why they're coming there. Or, right, if it's a specific product, the congruency is connected to the ad or however they got there, and they know exactly what it is. See, this is the, the problem. So many marketers, they, they force their customers, their clients to use too much mental bandwidth, right? Too much going on. They've got to actually think and figure it out. And your offer is so confusing. So when we, you and I first started talking on it was how do these agencies attract high paying clients? You attract high paying clients when you not only have a sexy brand, but that your offer is so grunt testable. It passes the grunt test because they get there and they go, yes, that person can help me. And what they offer is exactly what I need. So message, the second part of really development of a sexy brand is the message piece. It's got to be aligned with the client's needs, but it has to also be very clear and defined. A lot of marketers, um, business owners, they get really clever and they think that all using all kinds of fancy languaging and all this, you know, different style of, of what they do is going to be better because it's more uniquely said. But in return, what ends up happening is they confuse their client. They confuse the customer. So number two, of course, is now making sure it's a grunt test. It passes the grunt test. Does that make sense? I love this. And I actually had, uh, without knowing, I had a similar um, approach to this. And that, that is uh, not grunt test, but I called it the grandma test, which means that if I can explain what I do to my grandma, <laughs> then I can explain it to literally everybody. Right? So even better, right? Because that's the thing. And that's what sometimes we do that. We get so confusing. And being someone that is a wordsmith and likes to be really clever in my languaging, it's not how you are attracting the higher ticket clients that are understand what you do and how you do it. Because people are making decisions. I think right now we're at about 19 up to 27 touches before somebody chooses to buy from you, whether you're a person, a product or a service, right? So your brand itself, the way that you're perceived is vitally important because they've got to keep seeing you. So that means the message has to stay consistent. That means the look has to be sexy and consistent. And they've got to know immediately that you're the chosen one, right? Again, Volkswagen, Mercedes. You have to consistently be Mercedes or no matter what, you're going to default to Volkswagen buying. And that's the difference in someone being able to ask for a higher ticket and those that are willing to pay for it. So now let's get to the third one, because this one really on is um, how we elevate our brand positioning and truly the next level of credibility. So we already talked about image, message, and now it's credibility. Your clients and customers are choosing you as the chosen agency because of your credibility. Now, if I were to ask you, and I'm, I know I'm always putting you on the spot here because you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if I were to ask you, like, what makes a brand credible, would you say in your eyes? And I want everyone that's watching this uh, recording to actually, like, think, what makes a brand credible? What would you say, Jan? I think there are a few pieces to this answer. So first of all, um, when I evaluate who I'm working with, I always look at their resume and their portfolio. So did they work with clients that are similar to me and were those clients happy and that that obviously needs to be very well presented on the website and ideally on other places than their website too 
And then also I look at how they are positioned in the market, meaning are they mentioned on other podcasts? Are they mentioned on other blogs? Are they being interviewed regularly? Are they doing webinars? What about their YouTube? Like, go they live every now and then? And do I have a chance to interact with them before I can, or I need to pull the trigger to actually hire them? And just so that I know that they really know what they're talking about, I guess. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, all right answers, right? Everything's a, a right answer because... But there's a different level to it as well. So you, you hit it all on the on the head, right? The, or the nail on the head, if you will, American uh, lingo, is certainly now we know that uh, even employers, right, and your clients, there's a statistic that over 78% of employers were actually looking at your social media presence to make a determination whether you should be chosen to be hired. Same thing is going for your clients or your customers online because they have now access to everything. 82% of people said I Googled YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Googled your name, right? So I Googled your name, but then I searched for you and all these different social platforms because now social media is becoming our business, um, our business card, right? It's really the resume that people are looking for because it shows are people commenting on your content? Um, do you have good content? Do you have enough followers, right? So that's a big thing. A lot of my clients are also um, speakers and they're professionals. And in order for them to be chosen to be a speaker, which everyone here has the possibility of doing that. If you do enough stuff in your, in your niche, then you should be a speaker now because it's, it's learn, do, teach, right? And that's the next level of also being credible is being asked as a thought leader. So now we're not only people are looking at social media as uh, if you are credible, but then of course you mentioned it goes down to now third party validation. What are your clients saying? Do you have enough testimonials? See, that stuff has all been great, but now there's another level. And this is what we do so well at our Unstoppable Branding Agency is helping our clients elevate their brand positioning by leveraging PR and media. See, PR and media like being published in top tier publications like Forbes Magazine, um, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc. Magazine, uh, Success, uh, Bloomberg. Like there's so many big top tier magazines. Of course, I, in, there's, I'm sure many that are in Germany and in Europe that when you have another publication talking about you and about your product or about your agency, about your services, that's a whole different level than a client saying they did a really good job for me. Like, can you imagine being featured in what you do in your agency or how you do it being talked about through whether it's newspaper, right? Or a publication. See, credibilities elevates into that next echelon when you are talked about by a top tier or we call them tier one type of publication um, news channels, local news channels, or of course, international news channels, being able to be talked about from other uh, third party. Now think about what your client is going to think. So we already know we want to be a Mercedes brand, right? So someone comes in, they're like, ah, wow, Mercedes. Yes. You're ticking my boxes. Luxury, right? Your brand is the message is clear. The image is quality, right? So the, 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 the Mercedes itself is what I want. You're my Mercedes. But now what happens when 
the Mercedes is being talked about through tier one style publications. Forbes magazine, although it's American magazine, it's still the number one uh, magazine and publication for credibility. Uh, we've got um, uh, the Rob report, right? Like these are top tier publications. And when you get your name next to these type of, of publications, you're now elevated. It's not about your customer anymore. It's about Forbes or Entrepreneur Magazine saying your service and your product, your company is credible. See, now this is going from basement, right? To having a good background, to having a really nice studio where you're presenting yourself, to having a really big studio, lighting, a film team, to now being on big stages. Right. So I think that's where the next level is, Jan, that um, and it's 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 possible even right now, those that are doing really great things in their agency and their businesses to start ticking all of these boxes. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I've had uh, in slightly or an experience on, on a lower level than Forbes with this, uh, with my past summit, which was featured in one of the. Uh, say the biggest platform in the WordPress space, the WordPress Tavern. It's like that one website where everybody goes. So it's like like the Forbes of WordPress essentially. But and they interviewed me about the events that I'm running, like this Ecom Services Summit. And after that interview went live, everything exploded. It was so great to see. Like I, I was watching the traffic stats 24 hours after the interview was live, and it went like boom. They, they skyrocketed. So I definitely see the point that um, being featured in those tier one publications is one of the biggest goals I think any entrepreneur needs to have. And then obviously I'm working towards that myself as well. So I can definitely see the point in making PR a priority and getting into these top tier publications. Yeah, it's such a big thing. Now, um, I, I, I'm always uh, looking for the next edge, right? So... Uh, I've got something that that we've been doing that can help anyone because it's, congratulations to you, right? Being uh, interviewed about what your craft in something like that, like that does, it takes your business to the next level. Now I'm ready. I want to actually pop the lid off of this one. Can I like really start talking about marketing and numbers and uh, customer value optimization and really get into some things? Are you open for me doing that? Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because this is now, we can have this great brand and image and message, right? Your website can look great. Like everyone can actually do that. You guys can do that now. But now once you get into, let's say a top tier publication, it doesn't have to be the, the, you know, the top four that I'm talking about. It could be exactly what you've done, Jan, right? Your interview. Now, this is something that we're doing and we are seeing some of the best, not only uh, results in our marketing but we are getting a, the lowest possible lead cost we've ever seen, um, lowest possible uh, click rate that we've ever seen on ads, and the highest conversion and the lowest budget. So we're taking the article, right? And we are now running massive amounts of traffic to this article. So let's use, for instance, Facebook traffic, because this is really where we're seeing a lot of um, results, because in Facebook, certainly we've got a lot of data, right? So now what we're doing, so let's say I'm in Forbes, and I just had a, a big feature uh, published in Forbes. And so we run massive amounts of traffic. Now, 
people love Forbes, so we're targeting them, right? So they want to read this great article. We're running a, a mad amount of traffic. We're getting right now, we're collecting audiences. Now, this is a really super ninja thing that we're doing. Um, there's a few things if you guys don't know, of course, cooking, you know, pixeling on your websites and making sure you have cookies or uh, you're grabbing and have your uh, pixel on your website so that when someone comes there, you're grabbing their audiences. Well, we're doing the same exact thing with the publications. So we're running traffic, direct targeted traffic to the publications. There's no offer being made. It's just good quality content. Now, Facebook wants this kind of content. They want to see us giving them higher value. All of us are trying to sell things as well, right? So if we do three tiered layers, remember I talked about earlier, like we need at least 19 or 27 touches or views for people to actually make a decision. So now this is allowing us to get high perceived value, right? Really high quality content without selling. So we're getting right now, views and reads on our articles through Facebook ads at 0.001. So literally we're like a 10th, less than a 10th of a cent to get someone to click on our ad. This has not been seen. Now, I don't know how long you've been in business, but I've been in business since for 15 years and Facebook ads, Facebook came out around 0405, I think. And since 07, this is the lowest we've ever seen since then. So we're not only getting, we're pixeling because we have a, a retargeting pixel connected to the article and we're using things like pixel me. You can use, um, Snipply does it, but there's certain little ninja things. We use pixel me the best and we're, we're uh, covering the link, grabbing the pixel. We're getting the, the, we're now grabbing these audiences. Now, once we have now these ex inexpensive audiences, then now we're taking our ads and we're now driving retargeted traffic to the exact same audience that just saw you in a credible piece like Forbes or like the, the interview that you were in, Jan, and we're now retargeting to them our offers. So now we're not only now hitting them with content that is extremely credible, we're getting the lowest price possible uh, that we can to grab these audiences, but now when we're retargeting, our lead generation, our lead cost has dropped by more than a half. And that's not just in these times. This is data that we've got since February. It was already dropping. Now it's even like a third or a quarter of the price that the cost for lead was because people are opening things. And now your credibility, subconsciously, your credibility is right in front of them. They're like, wow, that I just read that article. They were in Forbes or Right now we're retargeting them with what we're offering and it now elevates your brand positioning, your credibility. And we're continuing now to layer that with then, you know, once then we've got a click, now they become, if they're a buyer, then we can retarget them with additional offers. And it's, there's so many different levels that you can use PR and media to help grow brand credibility, but to sell more offers that no one else is doing. That is insane, Rhonda. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I see the point of being in, in this, in these big publications, but I feel so stupid to not have run ads to my interview and to, to build the audiences that way. I mean, it is, that, that's really a ninja trick. And I even have a lifetime deal on one of these tools that allow me to pixel a link and to then just build the audiences. I just didn't get that idea. So thank you so much for 
sharing this, this tip alone is worth the all access pass of the summit totally. It's insane. No, it is. Okay. So that's, all right. That's just one part of it, right? It is. No one knows this. I mean, this is, and, and this is really super underground ninja content. Like I don't, we don't publicize this stuff because this is why our clients are not only building a sexy brand, but they're actually getting high paying clients right now, right? Because your brand credibility, your positioning's up. So now let's just take it to another level. You can do this. Let's use your stuff as an example, Jan. You've got that video. You should be running massive amounts of traffic to that interview, right? Now, next layer, you either then, you could retarget them with another kind of publication. Let's say you're in uh, an ad or you're in Forbes, right? We put you in a Forbes where experts talk about how to grow your e-com business in an uncertain market, right? Like I can do those type of titles. That's what they're asking for. They want to know ways um, the world wants to know ways that experts are using and growing their business. Okay. So I can put you in an article like that probably this month if you want to. And any of you, any of your clients that, that qualify. So now you're, we're running traffic. They're visibly seeing this article, um, you know, getting like we've get, and I can show you here, we're getting like, um, thousands of shares, thousands or hundreds of comments, right? People are just like enamored because it's, it's, um, third party content. You're not selling anything at this point in these articles. So now let's take it to another level. We're not pixeling. Now we're retargeting. But once you have the credibility on this ad, right? You personally can take that interview and take a snapshot of this, uh, interview you've done and the, and the statistics. And now you go to top tier podcasts. You go to stages once the stages open up again. And you say, look, I recently, like, for instance, for me, I was recently uh, featured in Forbes magazine. I was featured in Entrepreneur Mag, Inc. Magazine, Success Magazine. And I'd like to, you know, be a speaker for your event or be on your podcast. And they're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe not. Here's my media kit. In fact, most recently, here's my interview that I did with Forbes magazine. And it has over 100,000 views and 2,000 shares. So by having me on your podcast and by having me on your stage, I will also then market what I do to my audiences and to then showcase what you do to my group and my audiences. This is like, now we're cocked and loaded. We're becoming the agency that is not only helping them grow their business, but now you're taking it to the next level because you're positioned properly. Now you're pitching yourself to stages and to other podcasts and you're telling them because of what you can do now, you're going to help them grow their business. Like I call it the closed loop process. We've actually trademarked it here in Ensemble Branding Agency. Any of our clients that work with us and they say, look, help me get in, you know, a publication. We put them in a publication, like let's say Forbes, like for you, Jan, then I run traffic. I actually run traffic to that article for you and your behalf. I capture the audiences and then I retarget the same process, but you can do that as well. So we also help our clients. We show them the process, exactly how to do it. Like it is a complete mind explosion in marketing these days that no one else is doing. So you could be completely repositioned uh, as an expert on stages in the e-com industry as now the thought leader. And now you're getting on stages and more podcasts and more summits like this. And now you're able to sell your offers. That, that's mind blowing. I mean, 
<laughs> the the strategies of getting into big publications itself it's it's like being being there for a while when executing the strategy in itself is hard so you need to build those relationships and you need to work your way towards being in the position to even ask to be featured in Forbes or Entrepreneur, which is clearly what you have been doing with Unstoppable Agency. And then having that closed loop process, as you call it, and just leveraging that traffic so that it doesn't dip after one time as it did for me, it, it just makes sense if you think about it, but it is... Um, It's executing that, just understanding that is, is one thing, but implementing all these pixeling, all these Facebook ads, all those retargeting strategies, having the right offer to follow up with that, and then um, implementing the entire process so that you can leverage that for further interviews, further features, and basically just growing the perceived authority of your agency That is really the, the golden takeaway from my experience, uh, from my perspective on what you've shared just now. Yeah, and that's it. And, and the great thing is, is that not everyone starts off as being able to be put into Forbes, right? So then there's, yeah. there's what this Forbes is called tier one, and then we've got tier two, and we have tier three. Everyone could start at a tier three level, right? Which is, there's a multitude of different types of, of publications, but building upon this credibility Everyone needs to start now. And it's not just your own personal blog posts, right? It's literally getting someone else talking about you. So we've got like three different levels and, and you're right. It's, it's, it's about really now taking this and pulling it through. And this is where we always have to be on the edge. I call it ahead of the curve, right? If we're ahead of the curve of the way people are thinking, see the days are, are, are still present, but It's a lot more competitive with just relying on client reviews or client testimonials. So it's like, well, now what do you do? Then we moved into ads, right? Well, then once ads, people know what ads are. So then it's like, oh, I'm thinking, all right, how do I take and use ads still, but use ads in a different way? So this is what the power of being a, a good marketer and leveraging and using other, um, you know, type of, of knowledge is if you're ahead of the curve, you guys, and you just even start even pitching or reaching out to local papers, like start building tier three levels. We do that for our clients now that are actually growing their business. And so not everyone is ready, but they start lower and like, okay, we're building our business. We're at like anywhere from three to 10K per month. Awesome. Let's get you in, you know, 10 different features in tier three publications. And there's thousands of those. Then we say, okay, now you've got you know, those now let's level you up into tier two, like Buzzfeed, Thrive Global, Medium, right? So your content is being showcased differently. And then you work your way up into tier, tier one. But the cool thing about this, Jan, is I know everyone here, everyone's online, right? We all want the blue tick, right? Blue tick is shows your real big status. This is how you do it. And in fact, I've been online for 15 years in social media, right? We were one of the first I wasn't even thinking about the blue tick. I'm just now that my Forbes article, my features out, my blue tick, I don't know, I could be looking at my, my status today and my blue tick might be there, but I had to build it up. So why I'm sharing this with all of you is because if you are looking to, you know, build your brand from the ground floor starting, start well, start now with, with positioning yourself, right? Make sure the image is quality. Make sure that the message is grunt testable, passes the grunt test. But more importantly, start now with credibility. Start building upon your credibility, yeah. right? And then build upon that because then now 
once you're, you've been then elevated and you've got a lot of clients that are asking for you and you become a household name, now you've got a blue tick, boom, credibility, and now you can ask any price that you want. Yeah. And I, I think um, that is the perfect segue to, to uh, dive into the quiz that we have prepared for people watching this because we have covered so much ground already. I don't want to be overwhelming for people. So I, I think it's, it's right now it's a good time to wrap this up. And maybe can you just walk us through the quiz? That is uh, ecomservicesummit.com slash quiz is where you find it. And we'll add the URL in the video too. But Rhonda, please just uh, walk us through it, what we can expect from that. Yeah, perfect, guys. I think it's a great segue. We put together a brand personality quiz that's going to help walk you through what it is that your brand uh, represents. And then it's going to give you an outcome of exactly what you need to do right now to really elevate your brand. We created a brand, a 2020 brand report based on your answers of where you are. And it's going to give you really the archetype of your brand and what to do next, like exactly steps. This is where to start. This is what you should be doing next. And we've put it all perfectly together for all of you. Um, and you just go to that website and you'll walk yourself right through it and you'll get that brand report. And I'm really excited for you to have it because I tell you, um, knowing this knowledge is power and knowing it right now, whether you're brand new or you're a veteran in your business, every single step along the way is going to matter. And that's what's going to get you to uh, pulling in those high ticket clients. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on, Rhonda. I had a blast and I learned a lot myself. So after this interview, I just put my head down and I start executing. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. No problem. I'm happy to be here. It's our afternoon here in Bali. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, everyone. Brand awareness is key in today's modern digital era. And with the rapid growth of social media platforms and the simplicity for all brands to compete on the same playing field, business owners have to start getting creative with how their brand message reaches their clients and customers. Hi, I'm Rhonda Swan, the CEO and founder of the Unstoppable Branding Agency and the Sexy Brand Building Formula Programs, where we help our clients create a sexy brand through strategic brand marketing, image, and film. I believe every small business owner deserves to stand out in a sea of marketing messages and make their competition irrelevant with the right brand image, brand message, and strategy. If your brand and marketing is well thought out, but design and images look terrible, no one will take your business seriously. If your design is beautiful, but your marketing message isn't planned out so strategically, it will fall flat on its face. That's where our team comes in. We help our clients restructure their brand image with photo shoots and create a winning combination of strategic brand building through impeccable design and great storytelling through film. The world of business has changed. Because of social media, customers and clients are looking for transparency and connection. A business owner can no longer hide behind a website or rely on their services to attract the perfect client. They want realness and they want to see the truth behind the brand. As you can tell, we do things differently. And if that excites you, I want to invite you to book a consultation or join us at our upcoming VIP branding retreat and let us help you turn your brand into a sexy profit-making machine.